You're listening to another episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Here's your host. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is another day and another time to sit here and listen to me and Tim talk on the greatest, well, I wouldn't say the greatest, but one of the best podcasts out there, the Fresh Takes Podcast. Tim, are you there? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And before we even start, Tank, last episode, I asked you a question and you never even answered it. (laughs) When you said, I'll answer by the end of the podcast, you never answered. Dude, so please forgive me. I'm sorry, okay? Well, let's just refresh the question for the listeners. Right. I said in the last podcast that no matter what NFC team made it to the Super Bowl, the AFC team would win. And I asked you, did you think the same thing? And you never gave us an answer. So now, Tank, what is your answer? No, I think an NFC I I think NFC is going to be winning the Super Bowl this year, honestly. Um, so, and and here's, um, a spoiler alert, the two teams that I think that could honestly take down an AFC team is, drumroll please. Yeah, we already know you're one. Is the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. But you know what, we'll get into that a little later, so I, because the reason why I say the the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I'll get into actually. Let's go ahead and right, jump right into it. Actually, if you don't mind, right actually, into the Thursday night games. Well, no, we're not even going to get into the third. We're not even going to get into the Thursday night games yet because you know how I, we we've been doing it. Where your thoughts are? Well, here's my thoughts. They kept saying that the AFC West, all four teams, were going to be getting into the playoffs this year. But I'm sorry, right now the NFC West, as of current standings, are currently a 22 and 22 record, which is a 500. They're at 500. Nobody really looked, everybody actually looked over the NFC East. The NFC East is a 32 and 13 record. That is a 7, 11%. We are, the NFC East is the, best division right now in the NFC or in the AFC and NFC in the NFL. So my thoughts are the NFC East is back to where it was when it was the best division around. That's who I think will go to the Super Bowl and win. All right. I mean, I, I honestly don't think that an NFC team has a chance, but you know, We'll find out in a couple months. Well, okay. So that was like my thought of the of the beginning of the podcast. What, what's yours? My thought, which yeah. we'll get into later when we cover their game, but my thought is, is it time that the Cardinals move on from Cliff Kingsbury? And why do you say that? We'll get we'll get to it when we get to their game. And um, I'll go over everything then. All right, that's fine. So let's get right straight smack dab into it. We had three turkey gobbler days of of games. I I mean, say days of of games. The first game was the Buffalo versus the Lions, where Buffalo pulled it out 28-25. 
So in that game, my biggest concern is why was Campbell not using his timeouts? Yeah, I I noticed that. I don't know why he wasn't. Like, he had his team run down the field instead of use timeouts, and then he let the Bills waste time instead of use his timeouts. Yeah. If he used his timeouts, they probably could have got the ball back and had a chance again. I I, um, I actually had to go when there was, I think, two minutes left, three minutes left of the fourth quarter. I I left to uh, go get my son. Uh, my oldest son from his mom, but um, oh, excuse me. I I really I feel like that game there there was I it, it was it was really upsetting. I, it was closer than I actually thought it would be, but oh, definitely. Um, it, I was I wish it was more time manageable, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it was nice to see that the Lions' defense actually was doing a good job. Like they had what two turnovers on Allen? They locked up Bigs for most of the game. Yeah, it was uh, definitely different to seeing the the Lions' defense. It was weird seeing Isaiah McKenzie get all the targets. Why you say that? Because you don't really see McKenzie getting any targets. And then you had people like Davis and Diggs get, like, maybe four or five catches. And then Knox, who had one catch, but McKenzie had, like, 11. Uh, yeah. I'm, and I'm actually shocked that, you know, because what was, um, if you don't mind looking that up, what was uh, the stats for Diggs and Davis? Just give me one second, and I'll figure that out for you. Let's see. Well, you had Josh Allen, 24 for 42, 253 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And then he had 10 carries for 78 yards and a touchdown, which, once again, I'm tired of Josh Allen just running all the time. It's annoying. Yeah, it's starting to get annoying. Oh, wow. Actually, so McKenzie had six catches for 96 yards and a touchdown, and then Diggs had eight catches for 77 yards and a touchdown. And then you had Davis with four catches, 38 yards, and Knox two catches for 17. But Allen also had a fumble that he lost. Yeah, it was – honestly, this week, just in general, there was a lot of fumbles. Also in that game, Vaughn Miller went down with a – what is believed a knee injury, but he could potentially be back for the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that um, he's – what was that? I'm pretty sure it was a meniscus tear. Yeah, something like that. And um, so my wife is actually studying to become uh, something, doctor something. I don't know exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> she was uh, – so I asked her. I was like, so "How? what's the turnaround on that? She's like, well, if you're, you know, looking at this and you're looking at that, you're looking about easily six weeks. So, I mean – it, he could be back uh, playoffs. Uh, he'll he'll most likely be out for right, rain, the remainder of the season, but uh, playoffs if they make the playoffs, which they they most likely will. Oh, definitely. Back. But uh, 
I, I just I don't know. It, it was it was weird. Um, I, I really I honestly thought when I like I said when I left to go pick up my son, I really thought uh, Detroit was going to pull out that win. Yeah, it would have been nice to see Detroit win it, but you know, Detroit can't always hold on or get the comebacks. So, but we'll jump into the four o'clock game. Can I say it? Go ahead. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, how about them beating 13 injured Giants players? Uh, dude, I understand. And honestly, I, it's how I looked at it. when I, After I saw the score and everything, I'm like, you know. Yeah, especially only by eight. It, it was it, – it's sad, but it was – I thought it was a really good game, actually. Um, It was a decent game up until about midway through the third quarter, and then the Giants just gave up. Like, I remember it was at halftime. It was 13-7, and I'm like, you cannot – after coming off, beating Minnesota, who – I mean, like, I mean, we just murdered them. Pounded them. And and then we come out, and we're getting beat at, by halftime. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then, you know, um, the final score being 28-20, I was like, okay – but at the same time, I like you said, we we beat up a you know a team that had thirteen players out, and we only scored twenty eight, and they only they scored twenty. And I mean, honestly, when y'all had when y'all were making that small comeback, I legit I was like, oh shit, oh shit, we're about to lose this. I cannot. I hope we get. So for us to be able to pull that win out, I was really really um, proud. Yeah, because we had two corners out. We had, I think, two linemen or linebackers out, four offensive linemen out. We had a safety out, like five receivers, two tight ends. So, you know. But we get like four or five players back this week. And we've been on the talk about this because we're both fans of the teams that there's talk for. Odell is visiting with the team on Thursday and Friday. Wasn't didn't he wasn't he supposed to um visit Dallas Tuesday? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, he was it's supposed either, to visit with the Giants. Yeah, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday he's supposed to visit with us, but I don't remember. I can't remember the date. Uh, I hate it because I'm having John Blake's, but um, I'm I'm hoping. But I mean, he comes to us. The talk is that you know the Giants have more money to offer him. But one, it's halfway through the season. Who's going to want to pay him a lot of money? And two, we still have to pay Daniel Jones, Saquon. Next year we got like uh, Sexy Dex, who needs paid. We just paid Julian Love. Yeah, I was that was going to be my one of my uh, bring ups on this was, you know, I was talking to another friend. Um, who came over for Thanksgiving? Because I had like a friend's friendsgiving, and um, he was like, "I was." We were talking about it, and he's. But here's the thing: why? Who's going to want to pay him? Because he supposedly he's he's wanting a, a one one year deal for twenty million dollars. If that's the case, that you're only going to get you maybe five six games out of. Is that what he yeah, wants for twenty million? Huh? Is that what he wants? I thought that's what he wanted last year. No, supposedly that's what he's looking for right now too. 
Oh, I thought that last year when the Browns released him, he wanted a one-year $20 million so that he could be on a team and then in the free agency test what he wanted to do. Yeah, supposedly that's what he's um, won again because of him being um, injured and everything. He wants the – Almost the same amount that he was having. I don't know. You know, to test it back out, I guess. But okay, so say you you were the you know the front office of, of New York Giants, and I know we're gonna, we're probably talking more on this game than anything. But would you offer him twenty million dollars right now with only knowing you have seven eight games left of the season? No, because there's no guarantee that we're even making playoffs. So that would be me. I mean, I want them, like I said, but at the same time, like I, twenty million is just a little too too steep for me. Now, if you wanted five five million and I got seven games out of you, I, I, I'd be willing to pay that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like at this point, he just is asking for too much to begin with. So, but I mean, who's to say that? the Giants don't offer him a good amount for multiple years. And he's like, well, you know, this is actually a good amount. Maybe I'll just do the multiple years. I mean, honestly, I'm I, I'm shocked that he's not trying to get multiple years. Well, honestly, I feel like at this point what OBJ is doing is he is going – to just go to teams that look like they have a Super Bowl chance and just sign one-year deals with them. So you think he's going to be the next uh, LeBron James? Yeah, because, like, you know, he saw all the Rams are stacked. Let me go sign with the Rams. Honestly, I'm surprised he's not signing with the Chiefs, seeing how they're stacked, or the Eagles. Well, we'll talk about the Chiefs later because they're they're expected to sign somebody uh, tomorrow. They already signed him. Oh, they did sign him? Yeah, they already signed him. Okay. But – I mean, he's only to the practice squad. He's not on the actual team. Oh, he's only on the practice? Yeah, he's not actually making any money. But, right. at least he's on the you team. know. All right, but let's get right into it because, um, like I said, we, we talked a good bit on that. Um, Dallas did beat the Giants. Um, they, they, they're both uh, tied for second in the NFC East. No. 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 But hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hear me out. Listen to what I'm saying. The records are showing that they're t- they're tied for second, but because Dallas holds both games over top of the Giants, we're second in the division. Dude, you guys have one more win than us. Oh shoot, we do. Never mind. Yeah, you're Never eight mind. and three. We're seven and four. We're not tied. That's right, my fault. <laughs> Dude, I'm. I told you, I'm not feeling good. And then what is it? Washington seven and five. Right, they're tied with you all, or are they not? Yeah, they're seven and five. They're, I think they're technically below us because we have one less loss, and they're zero and two versus division teams, and we're zero and two against division teams. So whoever we wins, whoever we wins this week, week, yeah, yeah, whoever wins will take the spot. Which we play them this week, the next week they're on a bye, and then the week after we play them again. So the commander schedule is Giants by Giants. So they'll get one win, y'all get one win. Um, I'm hoping we get two. <laughs> but right. I mean Heineke's going 
destroying everybody he can put a name on. Right. But all right, let's get into another game. The other Thursday game. If you the Thursday uh, night, eight o'clock game. The Minnesota Vikings versus the New England Patriots. The Vikings come out on top, 33 to 26. So they rebound. Excuse me. From they rebound from the game that I was just talking about, the Dallas and Minnesota game. And they actually scored 33 points instead of just three points this time. So they scored 30 more points than they did last week. Um, yeah, and what's all so, this hate about Kirk Cousins in primetime? The man looked unstoppable in primetime this week. I, I didn't catch the game. I was um, I was kind of feeling stuffed from uh, going to the feeding table multiple times. <laughs> well, Cousins, 30 for 37, 299 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. And uh, who who was playing for Patriots? Mac time? Jones. It was it was Mac. Yeah, it was old Mackie boy. Which let me just say, Justin Jefferson one one attempt at passing, one completion, eleven yards. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember you texting me that that because yeah. uh, you you actually ended up beating me this weekend. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. What was it, 148 to 68 or something like that? Yeah, I dude, I'm whopping on you. Yeah, you. So I did. You're doing what I did to you the first time we played. No, because the first time we played, you didn't do anything. My team just couldn't score. The first time we played, it was 43 to 91. Well, I'm talking about like uh, me putting up the points, like you put you put up the points, is what I'm saying. If if we go back and look between. Your first time playing me and second time playing me and vice versa, I put up more total points. Oh, I know you did, but I'm just saying. Yeah, so get right, let's get away from that. Yeah, I know I'm a nerd. But um <laughs> Yeah, I like I said, I I don't really remember anything from that game because like I said, I fell asleep. Um uh, well then the one question I was gonna ask you won't matter. All right, what's that? I was gonna ask you. Was Hayden Hurst's cat – not Hayden Hurst. What's his name? Hunter Henry. That's who it was. Was his catch a catch? Oh, so, okay. I didn't okay, I didn't watch the game, but I did see um, highlights, and I feel like it was not. See, I call it a catch because they called that catch on Travis Kelsey like two weeks before. Uh, so – Let me look it up again. Hunter – so I think if they can say that Travis Kelsey got a catch on that, then I think that Hunter Henry should have gotten a touchdown for that. Right, let me look it up real quick. Just to make sure. I... Uh, but um, if my computer loads, <laughs> here it goes, here it goes, here it goes. He throws, throws, throws. The only other thing from that game is uh, Ag- not Aguilar. Yeah, was it Aguilar got that touchdown? Aguilar finally did something for his team. Jacoby Myers went down in like the first quarter. Yeah, that was uh, a little – I was a little bummed about that. Um, oh, yeah, it was Aguilar who got the touchdown. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that now that I look back on it, yeah, that was a catch actually. 
Um, I, w- I remember Jacoby going down, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I just went and got the guy. And... See, and here's the thing about that whole catch situation that I – the NFL needs to figure out if it's a catch or not. Two weeks ago, that was Travis Kelsey. This week, nope. it was a no because of Hunter Henry. What, seven years ago, it was a no because of Des Bryant. Yep. So they need to figure out if it's a catch or not. Make up your mind. They did the same thing with Jesse James when the Patriots played the Steelers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that catch because I was sitting there with in my And that was a catch. That was a catch. Say, And that screwed the Steelers, which then made the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. And once again, mm, I'm not going to get on that whole situation. <laughs> whole Patriots and their Super Bowl crap. Right. But all right. One o'clock game. Let's let's get into the Sunday one o'clock games. You uh what should I, do you want to go over the one game I don't really want to go over? Well let's just do the Falcons and Commanders right now. Okay, we'll go over that game because I did actually watch that game. And dude, uh, how about the ending? Dude, I legit I was I was about to text you like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can Marcus Mariota do it? Can he pull it out? But, of course, he could not, and he ended up um, – I don't really know if I would count that on Mariota, though. No, it wasn't. It was um, It was a defender, actually. He got his hand up. Well, no, I think when he threw it, the offensive lineman pushed the defender out of the way into it, and it hit off the defender's helmet. Are you sure? I I'm think. Pretty, I'm pretty sure he jumped and he, he tipped the ball. But oh, no I thought what, it hit the defender's helmet. It doesn't matter. Fuller ended up intercepting him in the end zone and uh, making it a touchback. With uh, I don't know why they didn't run with Patterson. I, I Well, they did at the – that was the second goal when they when they threw the ball. First, first and goal, they did a, uh, a run to the left and Patterson – it was uh, he got tackled at the three yard line. I think it was. I would have just ran him again or put Algier in. I'm shocked that they didn't put Algier in. But yeah, because uh, Algier he it's like powering through. They had that third down play and he ran it and all he needed was like two yards and he got like seven. Yeah, it was. I, I will say that I was I was honestly really shocked. I thought that Atlanta was going to be able to come back and beat. And then the defense couldn't stop. Yeah. But Heineke gets a new pair of shoes. It's Heineke's doing something for that team. And yeah, I know. So, I, and I told it, you at the beginning that Heineke I was about to say, was, we, we both said it. We both said it that Heineke was needing to be the QB one for that team. Well, I said that Heineke was the future, and you said no. But looking at it, I think Heineke could be that future. Well, I don't say he was the future, but he was what I'm saying, he's definitely he's definitely putting it up there. He's QB one. But he's what I'm saying, he, he should have been the starter after week two, three. I think he just should have started. I mean I don't know why they wasted picks on Carson Wentz. Because they thought they could do something with him, I guess. Nobody can do anything with him. I mean, he was he was good in Philly. One year, <laughs> and he didn't even take him to the playoffs. Well, technically, he took him to the playoffs, but Big Dick Nick did everything. Oh yeah, 
it was it was Nick Foles who did everything for that game or for that team. But all right, let's go on to your favorite game of the one o'clock games. Which one? Because uh, there's a couple actually I hate. The Buccaneers versus the Browns oh. in overtime. Okay, so hear me out. Of course, I hate <laughs> I hate overtime games, which I explained why I hate overtime games in the last uh, episode. But let me tell you, I'm actually excited about the score and the <laughs> outcome of the of that game. So I'm happy that it was in, in, in overtime. But it I'm, was very nice to see Brady go down. Oh, dude, it, it's it's beautiful to see. The their their records for that for that division sucks. Yeah, which it's a shame that they're going to make playoffs with a terrible record. I mean, it's not the first time it's happened because it's happened. They had what was it? Uh, back in two thousand nine, ten, that it was a losing record team who got into the playoffs from the. Um, it was like either the the Seattle Seahawks, I think it was. Oh yeah, they were. I think seven and nine, and they made it to the divisional or the conference. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's well, that's like the year that the Giants went undefeated. I mean, the Giants beat the undefeated Patriots. They were nine and seven, but they had a they had a better record. I I know, but I'm just saying they were nine and seven and beat the undefeated team in the Super Bowl. Sometimes I feel like stuff's rigged. Oh, 100%. But, but, you know, I, I'm very proud of the the Browns being able to pull it out. Um, David Njoku. Um, oh, that catch. That catch in the fourth quarter, dude. <laughs> yeah. Man went up for it. And not only up, he went, like, I felt like he, like, twerked his body backwards a little bit. Like, it was, I know I couldn't have done something like that. Yeah, but, it was a beautiful catch. Didn't you have him at one time? Yeah, and I traded for Dallas Goddard. Okay. How's that working out for you? Um, yeah, no. It's going. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, uh I will say that I'm I'm very like you said, I, the only thing I can really say for that game is I'm happy that it was Cleveland winning. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I have to say, which I know you don't really want to go over it, but that unfortunately was Brissett's last game starting. Oh yeah, they uh, which Cleveland if, now has signed uh, Deshaun to their fifty-three man roster. Yeah, which um, if you didn't see, they had a post game interview while well, like speech in the locker room with Brissett and man that guy gave his heart out for that team and they're just gonna replace him like it's nothing. What is the Browns record right now though? Do you know they're four and seven? Four and eight? Four and seven, yeah. So it, I mean it, it's sad to see that I mean yeah he's poured his heart out for the team but to only be that kind of a record it, Oh yeah, like the record doesn't show for how he's been, but no, say he's done he's, good. He was throwing, he was throwing uh, blocks, even. Well, though. he was doing good. It's their defense wasn't helping, and they just made some like dumb mistakes at ends of games. Yeah, but well, if you don't have anything else to say, we can go into another game. Um, do you have anything else? 
Now let's jump it in to the next game. Well, I don't know. I I I would assume, but uh, let's go straight into the game that I another game I really don't care about, and that was the Panthers Broncos, and the Panthers beat the Broncos twenty three ten. Got that was yeah, a one o'clock game. I'm sorry. So I forgot that was a one o'clock game. Yeah, I mean the only thing I really want to say about that game, honestly. Is uh, I know they're they're playing it off now that uh you know we're not that upset at each other. Is the defense on Denver? Is, oh no, uh, they're not playing it off. No, that's what I, I saw a tweet on it or something that the defense was saying. Oh, we're just playing it off that they're mad at uh, Russell Wilson. But yeah, I, I know. But what I'm saying is there's there's no playing that off. No, no. Um, another thing I saw was um, – so we saw that Melvin Gordon get um, released and then their other running back, I forget the guy's name, went down with an injury. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about it. And Latavius Murray, um, I asked you, I said, well, I don't think they're – you know, they're going to have any good running backs now. And you're saying, well, no, Latavius. From that game, yeah, he was he was looking pretty good. See, Latavius is a good running back. He just never can land an actual spot. Like, he came in for the Ravens last year, and he did a really good job. And then the year that Kamara got hurt and they didn't have Mark Ingram anymore, you know, Uh he did a good job for the Saints, but he just can't find a place and stay. Yeah, true. Another thing I saw, what what was your thoughts about – uh, Sam Darnold, he when he scored on his uh, phone. oh, where he rolled it in, yeah. Like I was a little, I honestly, I, I don't even know if that it was weird. I guess I, I mean, you gotta do what you got to do. I guess <laughs> it was just, it was. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do at that point. Score what you got to score, and score how you can. Yeah. Well. What's your thoughts on Sam Darnold? Do you think he needs to be? I mean, I'd say that the Broncos defense is actually doing good this year. It's the offense who's not doing anything. But I don't know if Sam Darnold is. I mean, he was 11 for 19, 164 yards and a touchdown. They just ran the ball the entire time. Foreman had 24 carries and Hubbard had 17. I think that's what's getting them done is they're just running the ball. I just, I mean, I, I really feel bad for Sam Darnold, though, because, I mean, he was, what, up there in the Jets, and I don't feel like he had a, a, a decent team to play off with. And then I feel like he, I'm not saying he has a team down there in Carolina, but he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a horrible team like he did up in the Jets. Um, so I, I wish he would be able to have that mindset of being the QB1. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that he's just good to begin with. Oh, really? I, mean, I, I was never a Sam Darnold fan. Let me guess. Are you a, a Baker Mayfield? No, I just think that the Panthers organization just needs to crumble. So that's another. That's another team that you think needs to crumble. Them in Houston. <laughs> All right. Which we'll we'll go over that game right now. Houston versus Miami. 30 to nothing Miami. at halftime. 
But here's my question. If it was 30 to nothing at halftime, how, how do you not score any more points for the rest of the game and allow Texans to score 15? I guess that they were trying to use backups. I didn't watch that game, so I don't know if they were actually using their backups, but maybe the Texans decided that they needed to flip a switch in the second half. Yeah, it, the only thing I saw, um, I mean, Tua was being Tua again, of course, but again, he has Waddle and Hill to help him out. Which Hill left the game early. I think it was in the fourth quarter due to cramping. But, I mean, um, my, my, I didn't, I didn't see the game uh, and I didn't really get a lot of, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Highlights on it. Yeah. The only other thing, you know, with, Hill, you know, close to 100 yards. The man's still on top for most receiving yards, but I think right behind him by one yard is Jefferson. Uh, both him and Wall yeah. both had 85 yards yesterday. So, so well, excuse me, Hill has 1,233 and Jefferson has 1,232. So you are correct. They only have. Yeah, they're just one away. And, uh, they have roughly around the same receiving attempts and Hill having 87, Jefferson 81. But Jefferson has five TDs and Hill only has four TDs. See, and that's surprising that both of them don't have a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it. The Jaguars over top of the Ravens, 28-27. And let me tell you, let me fucking tell you, Tim, Oh, the language, mister. Well, dude, I'm pissed because you know why? Baltimore is my my favorite second team. And how, how the hell do you play the way you just played yesterday? I feel like they played like shit. Dude, I told you, it's Greg Roman. It's bullshit. They are so bad because of Greg Roman. And until they decide to get rid of Roman, they're not going to be a good team. And I honestly think that unless they get rid of Roman, Lamar's not going to come back. It's they, they got to do something. But I will say um, that Deshaun Jackson, he still being a 35-year-old man, he can put on some burners. Oh, he's still one of the fastest guys. I mean, did you see the catch that he had yesterday? Oh, yeah. I was like, holy crap. But the, uh, my the other leaves. thing, the yeah. other thing from that game, again with the Greg Roman, it is a second and like 20. Why are you calling the fullback screen? It is a second and 15. Why are you calling a receiver screen and not having any receivers block for him? I don't know. Like, are you kidding me? But, and, like, I get it. You know, we're saying about how Greg Roman's all the problem. If you notice your team is getting in the red zone four different times and you have to kick every time, call some better plays. Right? So, like, what are these play calls? Shitty. Exactly. It's ridiculous at this point. I don't know how the man still has a job. Yeah, me either. But I will say... Um, for Jacksonville, they scored the uh, t- uh, game tying touchdown with uh, twenty. Well, it wasn't game tying. Um, 
But uh, they scored the touchdown with 20 seconds left in the fourth, and then they went for the two-point conversion, and they got it. We'll also say that uh, Hasty got his first receiving touchdown in the first quarter. That was also his first catch. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? That's right. But um, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, Hasty had to step it up because ETN went down in that game. But ETN said that he's fine and he'll be back next week. But they also have Darrell Henderson now after he was released from the Rams. Yeah, I saw that they picked him up. Well, it makes no sense if they got rid of – what's his name? I mean, you get draft picks. Yeah, but – I mean, they didn't, they didn't trade anything to get – what's his name from the Rams, right? No, Henderson was released. You couldn't yeah. trade. The trade deadline's over. Well, that's why I, – but I couldn't remember. I thought – I mean, I knew the trade deadline was over, but I couldn't remember if they – I was going to say, we did a podcast on it. <laughs> well, I know that, but I'm just saying. But, I mean, I guess they picked up, you know, with trade picks, getting rid of one, and then just picking up another one. Uh, I don't know. My thing is, again, why would you need – if you got rid of it, if that – so – I mean, I guess maybe they didn't realize that they would – like, they didn't think they would need him, and then they saw that ETN was, like, getting injured here and there, so they were like, maybe we should have a backup plan. So. But next game, Titans versus Bengals. Bengals on top. 20-16. to 16. Um, So no Mason. Yeah, did you, did you see the first uh, – um... It wasn't the first play, but the play with Henry where he um, – so they fake handed it off to him. Then they did a screen pass. And oh, and then ran. where he fumbled? Yeah. And, and Traylon Burks picked it up in the end zone? Yeah. What would your uh, what's your thoughts on that? Because Henry doesn't fumble often. Uh, I think it was one of those, you know, you're so close to the end zone, so you're not caring about what's around you, and you just don't pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah, it was um... – I don't want to say miraculously done. I mean, because they did score a touchdown, but at the same time, it, it's one of those like, holy crap. Exactly. But, uh, here, so I have, a, I have a question for you. Um, what is your feelings about Tannehill? Because sometimes I feel he can be inconsistent and I feel he can be consistent. Well, that's what I said the last two podcasts. They look good with Tannehill. They look good without Tannehill. Tannehill is all right. Tannehill is not good. There's no telling what Tannehill is at this point. Uh, so what do you think they should do? I mean, they should just re-sign him. <laughs> I think that you know, he's doing good for the team. They're the only team to be 7-3 and three, like the last three years. Yeah. So I'd say just keep Tannehill going with how you're going and – Try and go from there. See if you can build around him. They need receivers. That's their biggest problem. Their only receiver yeah, is Traylon Burks. I agree with that. I mean, the defense is there. You need to get help with Henry. So, I, I just like I said, he, he is inconsistent, but he's also consistent. And then you got Samjay Pirine. Getting a touchdown taken up from Mason. Yeah, I saw, 
I signed him and or signed him. I I picked him up and then I was like, ah, watch, he's not gonna do much. And then, yeah, I was like, you gotta be effing kidding me. Yeah, I played Gus Edwards over him. <laughs> but uh, Mixon and Chase are supposed to be back next week. And do you know who the Bengals play next week? Uh, I forget. The Kansas City Chiefs. So that's gonna be a good game. Say we'll see if Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon coming back can help push the Bengals to try and defeat the Chiefs once again. Last year they beat the Chiefs twice, once in regular season and once in the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl. And yet they're still well, they're turning their season around, but they're 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 better than the Rams. They have the same record as the Ravens, but I think that the Ravens are ahead of them. Yeah, because the Bengals are one and three in division games because they have lost to the Steelers, the Ravens, and I'm pretty sure they lost to the Browns. Yeah. But they beat the Steelers. So, so we got we'll one more they... one more one o'clock game. And that was the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The Jets over the Bears. The legend of Mike White. Do you want do you want to get into that? I'll tell you what. I've said from the beginning that they needed to move on from Wilson. And I thought that maybe it would be Joe Flacco who takes the reins. But Mike White looking pretty good out there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But um, I mean, I feel like Last year, Mike White looked good his first two games, and then afterwards he was just met. And I feel like that's what's going to happen now because he's oh, yeah. playing the Bears. The Bears are nothing. And then I'm pretty sure the Jets have an easy game next week too. They have the Vikings next week. Okay. So that'll be the real test if he can take on the Vikings. And then he's got the Bills. If he can take on the, if he can take on the, the Vikings and beat the Vikings, especially – if he would, if he could do what Dallas did, if he could do what Dallas did, then I will say that Mike White should be the future quarterback for that entire team. Right, but I'm, then he's I'm got the Bills. But if he could do, what well, what would you do if he he went on a little streak here, took out Buffalo, he took out Minnesota? Listen, if he takes out Buffalo and Minnesota, then he has to get past the Lions, the Jaguars, and the Seahawks. So I'm just saying, he beats those two teams, and this man's steamrolling. Oh yeah, but it would be I don't know. So, um, I will say, um, we were talking, or I, I really talked, but we were texting. I said Simeon got hurt during the warmup, so Peterman had to, got to start for Chicago because Fields is also down with an injury. And uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, I guess you didn't see the game because they pulled a reverse card on us and Peterman never got a single snap. Are you serious? Simeon played the entire game. Well, there went my little... Well, they're fudge monkers. I say, I think that they said that Simeon wasn't going to play to try and mess with Jets. And yeah, Simeon played the entire game. Peterman didn't get one single snap. Well... I do, I do know that um, 
Pringle scored his first TD in the Bears uniform. Darnell Mooney out for the season. Yep. I think I have him on my one fantasy team, I think. So, uh, what was your thoughts about that Claypool uh, catch when Gardner was on him and draws the penalty? I I don't even because didn't his elbow hit out of bounds? I don't know if I'd really call it a catch. Yeah, I I honestly when I saw it when I saw him in the highlights, I was like, oh, that's a little iffy there. I wouldn't know say if- like his elbow hits. He's juggling the ball as he's coming down. I I, just, I don't know if that's really a catch. So, uh, but, but yeah, that's all I can say about the game. All right. Well, then we'll go to the four o'clock games and I'll go ahead and get started with what I was saying. Cardinals chargers. It is time to move on from Cliff Kingsbury. You have a star studded team, an amazing defense. You have some of the top receivers in DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Rondale Moore, you got James Conner in the backfield, Kyler Murray, who, yeah, I get it. You know, on paper, he doesn't look the best, but he's a good quarterback, and you guys are still consistently losing games. Kingsbury does one good game and then on one good season and then, like, three bad seasons, and they're like, oh, we just need to, just need to figure out where the problems lie. The problems lie at your coach. So you're saying he's like another Greg Roman? He's not as bad as Greg Roman. Well, I'm not saying he's bad, but I'm saying he's just like him. The, you know, this is just like the Jaguars game. The Cardinals lose to the Chargers by a last-second two-point conversion touchdown. Yep. And the entire game. In person, I don't think it's like the two-point conversion – was it the two point or was it the actual touchdown? I can't remember which one it was, but it, what when they came down to the right side and he slid into the pylon area, it does not look like he crossed that that line. Dude, I'm telling you, the rest of the season are just awful. Because I don't want to get into it in the Giants and the Cowboys game because it's wasting my breath. But there were so many penalties on the Giants that should not have been called. Yeah, I will agree. And there were so many calls that didn't get called for the Giants. Like, Tavon Thibodeau, he literally was held by two defenders and still almost sacked Dak. And they didn't call nothing. Uh, I, I think we got the replacement referees again. And then a Giants defender takes down a Cowboys defender, and the ref runs halfway across the field to help the Cowboys defender up, and the Giants defender gets tackled right in front of the uh, ref. The ref turns his back and walks away. I think there was some money being distributed that game. And then that touchdown that got called back because of apparently a penalty on us in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. It was bullcrap that whole game. Yeah, but, but we already talked about the Dallas okay, Giants. We, we talked about that. I didn't want to get into it, but but what was your thoughts about that one uh, one catch from um, for uh, Hopkins in the I want to say the fourth quarter? It was oh, where he just got a four yard catch. It was like a yeah, it was like a one handed catch though. It looked like I mean the guy the guy is really good, but I mean it it was just four yards at that point. Why risk getting hurt? Because 
Like he went down to get it. There was a knee coming at his head. Why risk it? Oh no, I agree. But it was it was spectacular. Yeah, and then he tried to moss Derwin James, and James came out on top with the catch instead. But so yeah, it was that um, it was that uh two point version I was talking about. I just looked it up. It was that I feel like it wasn't really in. But yeah, so I don't really have anything to say about that game. Another four o'clock game, another overtime game. The Raiders over top of the Seahawks. What? Josh Jacobs, baby. 40 to 34, and Josh Jacobs scores the overtime touchdown in the game. 86 yards to the the, house. Not only that, but didn't the guy have like 303 total yards and three tutties. So how do you, how do you cover the guy? See, and I, I don't know how this man is blowing up when at the beginning of the season, there was trade talks about him, him going to the Eagles, the Raiders didn't like him. They didn't want him. And now this guy is the whole team. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I'm actually honestly shocked about that game. I, I was really um, thinking Geno Smith was going to do something. Yeah, I mean, he did, but it wasn't enough. My biggest takeaway from that was you had Kenneth Walker, who, yeah, he got two touchdowns, but he only had 26 rushing yards on 14 yeah. carries. And the Raiders are known for like having terrible run defense. Yeah, I was gonna say. Did you, so, are you talking about that run from Walker where he kept it? It was in the third quarter. He kept his legs just chucking along. Yeah, the team came up and helped plow him into. The, I was like, there you go. That that right there. That is how you play and not give up. But. Yeah, Kenneth Walker, he looked – he's one of them. He's looking good, but he's also not doing nothing. Yeah. All right. How's he doing in your fantasy? I mean, he got me 17 points. There you go. Now, Saints 49ers. Okay. If I was a Saints Saints fan, I'd be putting my – I'd be going back through the garbage Finding that uh, brown paper bag from the grocery stores back in the early 90s and late 80s that they gave out uh, and put it back on because you are now classified as the ain't again to me. If you cannot, I don't care if it's that they don't have a quarterback because they really don't have a quarterback. But if you can't score points, just just. Call it quits. Throw the towel in. Alvin I mean, Kamara couldn't hold on to a ball yesterday. He had I mean, two fumbles. Say, yeah, I was going to say that. He uh, he went to go take off running in, um, into uh, the goal line in the fourth quarter. And, I mean, that ball just, like, popped right out. Andy Dalton had more rushing yards than him and Taysom Hill almost combined. 
Taysom Hill and Kamara had thir- uh, 26, and Andy Dolan had 21. That's awful. Yeah, and I, I, I picked up Hill thinking he might give me some points. Dude, not against the Niners. So the Niners, I think it said in the last four games, have not given up a single point in the second half. Yeah, I saw that. Which I also saw a crazy stat. The Saints have only given up four, uh, like, zero-point games. All of them were to the 49ers. Oh, wow. In their entire, like history of being the Saints, they have only given up four games where they have not scored a single point and they were all to the Niners. Oh, wow. So I guess you can say that the Saints are the Niners' bitch. I was going to say that, or the 49ers are the, is the daddy. But, I mean, 13 nothing, nothing really to brag about. Nah. So then let's just go ahead and jump into the other 4 o'clock game. And that was the Chiefs over the, the Super Bowl champions the Los Angeles Rams 26 to 10 dude the Rams without Matt Stafford without Cooper Cup without Allen Robinson who is now also out for the season yeah it... their run game is horrible Cam Akers I think only had 23 rushing yards <laughs> dude this team yeah this I don't is... know how they made it to the Super Bowl yeah I will say that they had a uh... Dixon had a uh, fake punt in the second quarter, and uh, they got a first down on it. So, but it didn't do anything for him. I know, but still, I mean, hey, it was a good play. <laughs> Actually, I like it when 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 they do. Um... See, I like when teams do tricks, but why do a trick when it's not really battering for your team? You're still doing terrible. Because they're they're just at least they're trying to get on the ESPN top ten list. I think they're trying to figure out what can work. They should have just put Dixon in for the rest of the game at quarterback. I mean, he, he does have an arm on him. He former Giant. Yeah. So, I mean, Travis Kelsey with another touchdown in that game. Travis Kelsey now has twelve on the year. Kelsey also needs only like a hundred some odd yards or whatever to have the most yardage. For a tight end, yeah. So, T. Kelsey, man, that that's the team right there. All right. So, you said, or so I saw earlier that um, Kansas City was supposed to be signing Melvin Gordon, and you said it's already happened, but it's now he's going to the practice squad. Which they weren't signing him to the active roster; it's just going to the practice squad. But like, why? You had the receivers. Uh, not the receivers, the running backs. You have Isaiah Pacheco. You have Jarek McKinnon. You have Clyde Edward Hilaire, who's supposed to return back by the end of the year. There's another I know they have another running back. Ronald Jones. Like, why? Why do you need to get Melvin Gordon now? You See, already have the running backs, and they would not grant. Ronald Jones, his release when he asked for it. Why? If you're going to sign another running back and not use him. Picks, I guess. They're, that's not for picks. They wouldn't even trade Ronald. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's the only thing I could think of. See, he asked for his trade. They wouldn't trade him. He has to be released. They wouldn't release him. 
I don't know. It's dumb. It's the people who make billions of dollars and we sit here talking about it. And honestly, Mahomes, 27 for 42, 320 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I thought he would have done a whole lot better in that game. I mean, uh, I'm tired of all these quarterbacks, honestly, throwing throwing 40 to 50 passes. Oh, well, yeah, but, I mean, they don't – they even ran the ball a good amount. They ran the ball 28 times. No, that was the – they ran the ball 30 times. Ronald Jones four times, Mahomes four times, and Pacheco 22 times. So, I mean, they're still running. But I thought the score would have been a lot bigger, a lot, lot higher, but it wasn't. Yeah, I – Gonna say, I thought that the Chiefs would have just blown them out, but they didn't. Yeah. So let's get right into the Sunday night game. If you're Sunday a- night football, we had the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Green Bay Packers. And it was the Eagles on top 40 to 33. And honestly, let me just tell you something right now, Tim. I was honestly shocked to see that score. So was I. I was not expecting to see Green Bay stay in there. Yeah, when I saw uh, I saw that, so I looked at, I looked up, you know, some stats and everything, and what um highlights. Uh, but I saw Rogers goes down with um, bruised ribs. Is it? I think they're doing more tests to figure out what it actually is. But if Rogers doesn't return this year, who's to say he's going to return next year? And this could potentially have been the last game we see Rodgers. But LaFleur says that if he's good to go, he's going to play against the Bears on Sunday night, and then they have a bye week. So, I mean, do you think they – what's your thoughts on Love? Um, I think you play Love against the Bears because, one, the Bears seemed just terrible. And, right. I mean, he'd look – Pretty good against the Eagles still. He what kept them in the game. Do you know by any chance? Well, I know his second pass was like, what, a 65-yard touchdown to Christian Watson, which Christian Watson now has more touchdowns in the last three games than like some of the top players do the entire year. Jordan Love went six for nine, 113 yards and a touchdown. So he ha- he even has more touch touchdowns than uh, Galladay. Everybody has more touchdowns than Galladay. I'm pretty sure everybody has more catches than Galladay. So um, I will say, hurt uh, from Philadelphia said I saw when Hurts uh, ran on the third and uh, third down, third and two in the first quarter, and when he took off running, I felt like the Green Bay secondary just kind of like stopped. Like, okay, here you go. Here's the open field. Just run it down our thirds. La, 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 la. Well, to be fair, on that one run play, he, like, broke, I think it was Shields' ankle. <laughs> so, Shields know. just dropped. I don't know. It was – and then I saw uh, a- A.J. Brown. He fumbled. Well, so I saw the thing about A.J. Brown in that game. Did you know that A.J. Brown – played with a pop blood vessel in his eye because before the game he was throwing up nonstop. I think they said he threw up seven times before the game, and it wasn't until the second quarter he actually started to feel good. They said that he had been sick since Tuesday, but he did not want to miss playing. 
Wow. So, yeah. He had a pop blood vessel in his eye and was playing through it, throwing up and everything. Uh, I mean, I got to give him credit then if that's the case. So, they still came out on top. Miles Sanders, two touchdowns. Yeah, he was getting some touches. And I think Kenneth Gainwell also had one. It was nice to see somebody other than Jalen Hurts running in the ball. Right. Which, you know, Jalen Hurts, I think, is had the fifth most rushing yards by QB in a game now. Something like that. But other than that, not really much else to take away from that game. Other than, yeah, yeah, Aaron Rodgers doesn't look good. No. I mean, Hertz had 17 carries, 157 yards. He had more rushing yards than he did passing yards. That's honestly annoying. And that's why I I don't really care for Hertz. (laughs) But yet, he's MVP. He's in talks, but I still think that Mahomes is going to take it. Mahomes or Tua? Honestly, I feel Tua deserves it. Yeah, I think it'll go to Mahomes or Tua. Honestly, I mean, Tua could also be the comeback player. I mean, just look, I mean, look how he had his hands all crinkled. And... Well, I think he also got injured last year. So, oh. all right, ladies and so gentlemen. Could that, could that happen? Before we get into talk with Pat, would, would, could that actually happen, do you think? He could get comeback no. player and – MVP? No. I don't think he'll be in the talks for comeback player. I think if anything, like we've said, it's either going to Saquon, Derrick Henry, or it's going to go to Gino. All right. But, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and go on to your favorite segment of the week, Pat's Perfect Picks and Perks. Take it away, Pat. Welcome, everybody. Unfortunately, Pat is sick, so he cannot come and join us this week for Pat's perfect picks and perks, but he did send me in his picks, so I will go ahead and read them to you guys, and then I'll go over my picks, and I'll give you guys a perk, and we might even ask Tank to see about his. So, Pat has the Bills over the Patriots, Steelers over the Falcons, Pat thinks that this is the upset of the week, the Bears over top of the Packers. The Lions over top of the Jaguars. The Vikings over the Jets. Giants over Commanders. There you go, Pat. Way to root for my team again. Eagles over the Titans. Ravens beating the Broncos. Texans over the Browns. Seahawks over the Rams. The Dolphins over the 49ers. The Bengals over the Chiefs. Chargers over the Raiders. And on Sunday night, he has the Cowboys beating the Colts. And Monday night, he has the Buccaneers beating the Saints. Now, for my picks, I actually have the upset New England over Buffalo. It's in Foxborough, so I think New England could pull it off. Then I have Pittsburgh over Atlanta, Green Bay over Chicago, Detroit over Jacksonville, Minnesota over the Jets, Giants over Washington, Philly over Tennessee, Baltimore over Denver, Cleveland over Houston, Seattle over the Rams, I'm actually going with the Niners over Miami. I think the Niners could pull it off, especially if Tyreek Hill is hurt. 
Then I have Kansas City over Cincy, even though Mixon and Chase will be back. I have the Chargers over the, the Raiders. I have Dallas on top of Indy at Sunday night. And I have Tampa over New Orleans on Monday night. And for my perk of the week, I'm going with the running back from Green Bay, Aaron Jones. Last time he played Chicago, he put up 32 points. And if Aaron Rodgers is going to play with that rib injury and thumb injury, I think that there's going to be a lot of running or little dump down passes to Aaron Jones. And I think Aaron Jones will put up another 30 plus point this week. How about you, Tank? What's your picks and perks for this week? Thank you, Tim, for asking. I will say I got Buffalo over New England. I have uh, Pittsburgh. No, actually, I lie. Let's go Atlanta over Pittsburgh. Let's go Green Bay over Chicago. Let's go Detroit over top of Jacksonville. Minnesota over the Jets. Let's go the Giants over Washington. Let's go Philly over top of Tennessee. Baltimore over Denver. Cleveland, unfortunately, because they got Deshaun back. Uh, it's a different subject. Uh, Cleveland over Houston. Let's go Seattle over the Rams. Let's go Miami over top of San Francisco. Kansas City over top of Cincinnati, and we'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. You have, I feel, the Chargers over top of Vegas Raiders. You have Dallas, of course, over top of Indianapolis. And lastly, Tampa Bay over New uh, New Orleans Saints. And um, like I said previously, uh, the Kansas City-Cincinnati uh, game, I have a feeling with Jamar Chase coming back from an injury, I feel he's going to be able to put up some points. Um, even though he is going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, at, but he is home, so I have a feeling uh, if you have Jamar Chase, I would start him in your lineup this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the quiz. Where Thank I got to go six for six because uh, you're like blowing me out the water now. I think it is what, 22 to and 24 for me and you are 17 for 24? Something like that. So, yeah, you need to go six for six, and you still would be behind me. So, I need to go six for six for, like, the rest of the season. Yeah, pretty much, and me mess up here and there. But I think I gave you a somewhat easy, easy quiz. I don't know. I gave you a pretty damn easy-ass quiz. Yeah, I gave you a pretty easy one. So, you remember how a couple of quizzes back, you tested my Super Bowl knowledge? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Now it's time to test your Super Bowl knowledge. All right. Tank, I want you to tell me who the Super Bowl MVPs were of these years. But here's the thing. I'm not going to give you the team. Oh, my gosh. But to be fair, all of your choices are players that were on that team that won. So that'll kind of give it away. I made it easier. So you're not going to give me the year or anything? No, I'll give you the Roman numeral. All right. So, Super Bowl LVI. LVI. Oh, my gosh. That was what? Hey, that was was this year's or whatever. Yeah, that was last year's. Oh, that one's easy. Okay, then who was it? It was uh, Cooper Cup. Yes, sir. Sorry, because it was was so recent. I remember that one. All right. You're one for one so far. Okay. All right. Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50, that was 
Wasn't that Carolina and Denver? Yes, sir. And that was Denver winning. Do you want your options? Hold on. That was Von Miller. Correct. Dang. Show me up. Don't even need your choices. I probably will. <laughs> Trust me, it's hard to remember all this. All right. Super Bowl XLII. XLII. Okay, give me choices. Was it A, David Tyree, B, Michael Strahan, or C, Eli Manning? That was the helmet catch. Uh, sure was. So, so that was uh, Eli Manning. Correct. You're three for three. See, I told you I gave you some pretty easy ones. Well, I, that one I had to have a little help on that. All right. You ready for number four? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl XXXV. XXXV. So that's Super Bowl 35. I forget who played in that one. Come on, buddy. Think of the teams. Was that the year? 35. Was that the year that Ray Lewis was retiring? No. And, no, that's not the no. year? All right, give me – um. Well, here, it was two – just think of your favorite team. Dallas. It was not Dallas. So, Baltimore. Baltimore. And San Francisco. No. It wasn't that it wasn't that one? No. All right, give me just give me the, the the choices. That was the year that the Giants played the Ravens. Oh, so that was okay, yeah. I wasn't thinking. Give me the choices. I can't remember that one. So was it A, Ed Reed, B, Ray Lewis, or C, Trent Dofer? Oh, I know it wasn't Trent. Oh my goodness! Was it Reed or was it Lewis? Let's go with Lewis. Correct. Four for four. All right. Super Bowl X L V I I I. X L V I I I I I. Yeah. I don't even know who played in that one, to tell you the truth. Denver Broncos versus Seattle Seahawks. That was, oh, oh, oh. It was the linebacker from Seattle. Um, something Smith. Um, wow. Something Smith. I can't think of I can see his. I can see him. Malcolm Smith. Yes, sir. Five for five. All right, you ready for your last one? Yep. Super Bowl L I I I. So that was like fifty three, I think it was, and that was uh, New England versus. Uh, was that the New England where Seattle should have ran the ball? Nope. No, that's not that one. That was twenty eight three. Give me um it was twenty eight three. So who was the other team? Oh, that was Atlanta. Yeah. So that was uh um what 
wasn't that what's his name had that miraculous catch? Julian Edelman. Edelman. Correct. Six for six. Making hey, a comeback. Was, that was tougher than I thought, honestly. Twenty-three for thirty. Well, we'll see what uh what I can do next week. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let me just put it this way, guys. That was hard. It, it, it really to give these quizzes and to come up with the questions that we do. I want to say thanks, Tim, because to help me keep my knowledge in the NFL is hard these days. Being a being a dad, being a wrestler, <laughs> being you know working multiple jobs and stuff. So I want to say thank you. But I uh, also want to say thank you to the fans who are out there. I want them to know that they can always follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. And uh, we're always looking to hear back from them and to interact with them. And also, speaking of TikTok, just like this last week, I took to TikTok to ask you guys for help for this quiz. We got no responses, so I had to come up with one on my own. But in future... We will sometimes go to TikTok, Twitter, Facebook for help for the quizzes. We'll ask you guys for categories, and you give us a category, and we might just go off of that. So definitely always hit us up. But from me, Pat, and Tank, we do thank you guys for listening. We look forward to talking to you guys again next week like we do every week, and we will see you guys in the future. Signing off. This is Tank. And I am Tim. This is the Fresh Takes Podcast. See you guys next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Episodes out every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time.